Hello, post-production Braden here. Wanted to quickly come in and apologize for the audio in the introduction to the episode today. I accidentally deleted the clip that we had for the original introduction, and so we had to re-record it. Apologize again for the audio. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome back to Beyond the Tavern Wall. I'm Braden Figgins. I am one of the hosts here, and I'm joined by my other lovely host. We're going to tell us their favorite kind of pasta, whether it be the noodle themselves or their pasta dish. Haley, introduce yourself, and what is your favorite pasta? I'm Haley. I like bow tie pasta with a nice pesto sauce. That sounds really good. Like, I'm so hungry right now. It's not even funny. I should have not have done this question at all. <laughs> I can make you some pasta. Ooh, what kind of pasta would you yeah, make what do you me? want? Can you make me a good pasta? Can you make me, like, um, smoked mac and cheese and brisket? Oh, my gosh. Okay, that's a little much. Okay, well, if it's a little much, why don't you tell us, Sam, what your favorite pasta is? I am a big fan of seafood alfredo. Seafood alfredo? So, like, shrimp? Shrimp, scallions, love it. Crab? I'll take crab any day of the crab, week. Crab Alfredo is good. I love crab Alfredo. It's true. It's the All best. All right. With crab Alfredo on our minds, we're going to jump over to Hunter, who is currently joining us from wherever the heck he is. Yeah, I'm in Arizona, chilling. Uh, hi, my name is Hunter. Favorite pasta? I'm, I'm a fettuccine guy. Uh, yeah. Whether that's with Alfredo sauce, I mean, you could throw you could throw some red sauce on there. I wouldn't say no to that, but mainly Alfredo. Ooh, okay, okay. And Kendall, hit us up with the last one. Um, my dad makes homemade ravioli from scratch, Ooh. and pretty dang good. That sounds fantastic, actually. I've not it had is. ravioli in so long. Come over and he'll make it for ravioli, us. Ravioli, ravioli, give me the formioli. Do you guys exactly. want to know something crazy? Yes. I'm literally watching that SpongeBob episode right now. No, actually. <laughs> no way. I'm dead no way. serious. I'm dead serious. I can That's predict amazing. the future. I can read everyone's minds. That's why I knew. It's just what it is. Um, again, I'm Braden Figgins. My favorite pasta. I know I don't consider like, yes, it's a pasta dish. But when I think of mac and cheese, I don't put it in the pasta category. Because I don't go to Olive Garden or another Italian restaurant. I'm like, yo, get me some mac and cheese. But mac and cheese is probably my favorite pasta dish. I think that's a very respectable dish. You know what? I think that's very American. I still need to make you guys some truffle mac. Ooh, that'd be good. I'm down. We need to have you over risotto. We can discuss all that stuff off podcast. Uh, in today's podcast, we're going to be discussing, disgusting. We're going to be discussing objectively what's the best class. There are a bunch of different classes and they all have their unique abilities and unique skills. And we are going to debate which class is the best class. And I'm already prepared to lose this debate, even though my opinion is the correct opinion. As is everyone's opinion. Wait, yes. yeah, before we get into this, I want to make it so clear that this is our opinion. And if you like a class that we don't like, that's okay. Every class is viable in most situations. Some are just or at least they can others. be if you play them right. It's true. It really depends on how you play them over anything else. So, yeah. I, actually, Haley makes me want to ask another question first. What is your least favorite class to Art. either play or... Oh, oh, Haley, go ahead. Artificer. Right off the bat. Gosh, dang. I, I don't like playing support classes, so I just personally don't like bards. Ooh, that's... Ooh. Mm. Okay. 
Yikes. Hunter sounds like he disagrees with that. I think, okay, so there's there's only so much I can say because I haven't played a bard yet, but I do think that they have a lot of utilization. Me personally, I don't like artificers, but that's because I have no idea what to do with them. That's fair. That is not the easiest class to play. Yeah. I don't think they're horrible. It's just I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with one. So as someone who's totally smart in every single way, what the heck is an artificer? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Kevin's uh, character yesterday? Yes, I was very confused when he said it was an artificer. It's a magical engineer. Ooh. Is a good way to... Magical scientist might be even yeah. a better way to put it. Yeah. Uh, Got it. Wizards I like are like, that, I like books. Warlocks are like, I sold my soul. Sorcerers, I was born with magic. And artificers like, I got guns for magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like Liter- oh. literal guns, not metaphorical. Yeah, literal guns for magic. So it's a good thing I gave him a gun in our most recent session. Yes, yeah. it is. I mean, we'll see what he does with it. So uh, we'll see it if it was a good thing. Cool. It better be something cool. He's going to make it into something dope, I bet. If um, you can make my gun into something dope, we're going to be best friends. Should we debate this? I know we didn't plan this, but should we debate the worst class? Because I, sure. I don't think Bard is the worst class. I really, really no. like Bard. Bard is, is the unique, worst class. Though. What do I think is the worst class? Yeah. Uh, Ranger from the player handbook. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Rangers okay. No, from but the player that's, handbook. that's fair because in the player handbook, they have like the least amount of effort put into it. But if you go to outside sources, like even D&D Beyond, Rangers are so much better. They updated the Ranger in Tasha's, Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. As somebody oh, who it. is currently playing a Ranger, yes. Player's handbook, the base Ranger with the base features bad not very good outside of its favorite terrain it's terrible however yeah it, it, it really is i mean i'm looking through just the different archetypes right now and i mean besides like beastmaster i don't really think hunter would be very great but i mean ranger oh hunter yeah, yeah. hunter class yeah hunter subclass or whatever you want to call it you get those additional source books i think that rangers are fan freaking fantastic but i might be biased cool good debate <laughs> I, I had a runner in my You won, Hunter. Good job. You won. Thanks. Um, Easy. I think you have to have three different source books to make the ranger good. Yeah. You have to have Tasha's. I mean, if you get the base out of Tasha's, if you do the upgraded one, it's good on its own. But it's even better if you have Xanthar's Guide to Everything when you have Gloomstalker, which is arguably it's a, a ranger's best subclass. Yeah. Tasha's has the optional class features, which makes it makes it better than just the standard player's handbook. But yes, Xanathar's definitely has the best uh, subclasses. I love how even Wizards of the Coast was like, oh yeah, this kind of sucks when we released it. Maybe we should uh, upgrade it a little bit. Give me some love. Give my class some love. I love Rangers. All right. I've never, ever played a Ranger, but that's because on paper, they seem very underwhelming. In a world Thanks. full of magic and endless possibility, you're really going to play the guy with a stick and a string? Hey, they can be there. I would say Rangers, in my opinion, I feel like they're one of the more versatile classes, if not the most versatile, because they're they can be because the way I've built mine is it is very much so a longbow. I stay at a distance, um, even though I did up until this last week session have the most HP out of the rest of my team. But um, that totally they, they makes can sense. be it. It's kind of odd, but I've rolled really good with hit points. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's been really nice. But at the same time, they can mm. be up close, dedicated fighters. It's how you flavor them. Yeah. And they can cast spells without a spellcasting yeah. focus. So take that. So I think we all agree 
Kendall, do you have a least favorite class? You know, um, I have been playing Dungeons and Dragons for two years, but I'm really good at compartmentalizing my life. So I learn about Dungeons and Dragons at Dungeons and Dragons, which is a problem. So I don't know enough about each class to like have a least favorite, but just just shooting from the hip, I would say a warlock. Ooh, Ooh you're gonna get some hay. Dude, I do I? not yeah. agree with that at all. Okay, oh, tell yeah. me why. Tell me warlock. why. Warlock, Eldritch Blast. That's all you need. Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast. One d twelve damage from a cantrip uh, that can be upgraded constantly, and you get Eldritch multiple of your stuff. Um, warlocks, are they the best class? I wouldn't say no, they're not the best class, but they're definitely not the worst class. And me, I love warlocks. My very, very, very first character, if you remember from the past ep uh, podcast episode, was a dragonborn warlock. Having them as, uh, having one in your campaign to roleplay with is so fun. As a DM, warlocks are some of my best, are probably one of my favorite to roleplay with. Okay. I got that charisma. All right. Well, I, I don't think I've ever played with a warlock, too, to be fair. That's fair. You I guys are going to have to explain to me, like, what a warlock is in depth. Because, again, I don't know much. So a warlock so gets a their power. Oh, Haley, go. Sorry. I was just going to say a warlock gets their powers from making a deal with an otherworldly patron. Like so they basically player. sell their souls. They're emo cleric. No, they're emo cleric. <laughs> clerics devote themselves like of their own free will. Uh, I mean, they could they could devote themselves. I mean, how you flavor it really depends. A warlock is kind of bound by like a contract kind of deal. Like it was a do this or something else. Like it wasn't really like a it's not a god all the time. Yeah. Okay. And I guess it's kind of how you flavor your character too. Like if you want a cleric yeah. to be devoted to an otherworldly being, uh, but if you want a warlock to be, because I don't think it's a problem personally if a warlock is from a god. It's just it's just the type of contract and type of bond that you create with the uh, higher entity that determines whether mm -hmm. or not you're a cleric or a warlock. Okay. My favorite way to put the three high spellcasting, the three main spellcasting um, classes is wizard is book smart. And they learned all their magic from books. Like I said earlier, a sorcerer was born innately with their powers and a warlock uh, made a contract with someone. So if we go by D&D &D standard, you know how Harry Potter is a wizard? He's yes, actually he a sorcerer. And Doctor wow. Strange, the Sorcerer Supreme, is a wizard. But we have, an we have an episode coming out that will go more in depth to all three of those. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, Ranger's like the worst class. Stuff. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the point of this contest pod contest podcast artificer when i role played as an artificer it was really boring i did not like playing as an artificer but i haven't had enough experience with them to say they're the worst class yeah i think yeah i think the only reason i would say they're the worst is because of my lack of experience we talked about our least favorites time to talk about our favorites yes I feel like it's going to be a much more difficult to agree on a favorite than a least favorite because you can always get behind, oh, that makes sense why they suck. But getting behind, oh, that makes sense why they're good when actually this one's a little better. It's like the conversation for who's the greatest of all time in basketball, LeBron James or Michael Jordan. You can never really... Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny is obviously the GOAT. Yeah. Um, I agree with Bugs Bunny. Space Jam. I would have said Bill Murray, but that works too. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it's Airbud. Oh, 100% actually. Airbud is the There's, goat. Dude, imagine. I thought he was a freaking, dog. He is. Oh, that was funny. Imagine oh. being a freaking 11 year old and getting in the car with your dad after that game. 
I'm just getting roasted for losing to a dog. <laughs> I'm disappointed in you. You lost to a golden retriever. So yeah, Airbud is my least favorite D&D &D Oh, class. wow. <laughs> it's, a three. it's a one-trick pony. You can play basketball, and that's it. He can also play Frisbee. And he's gone to space. Oh, yeah. Airbud has done every sport. This guy's so uncultured. I know. Oh, yeah. Shame. Where was Airbud when we stormed the beaches at Normandy? <laughs> you know, you're right. He wasn't there for that. <laughs> You shut my mouth. Yeah, yep. I, I don't have a response to that. He's I'm not sorry. the goat anymore. He's not the best D&D &D class. <laughs> Ranger's still worse, though, no matter what. My brother in Christ. <laughs> okay. Ranger oh. would have stayed on the boats during Normandy. <laughs> so, With a gun. Getting back on track real fast before we just get off completely. It's a little too late for that. <laughs> it's a little too late, but I'm pulling us back on. I'm railroading, railroading us the other way. Talk, figuring out and discussing... Uh, your favorite class or the most powerful class. Again, these are all our opinions and they are all right. You guys are all wrong. Yikes. So, yeah, I just lost all of our viewers, didn't I? Yeah. Uh, really or anything, but yeah. uh, you all suck. No, I'm kidding. I love everyone here. <laughs> we love um, you all. I really should say thank you guys so much for the help and encouragement we had on uh, for our launch. I was so shocked. Yeah, yeah it was a awesome. Very surprisingly positive response to our first episodes oh thank yeah, you thanks guys yeah. yeah it was amazing you made us feel good in inside of our inside of us like yeah. our hearts there was like our body cavities yeah there was a spark in my cold dead heart <laughs> and i almost felt something for a moment that's a lot coming from hunter yeah, but then is. he saw a puppy and then it just like all came crushing down you know yeah we, we had to make him touch grass again Ooh, I hated that stuff. Yes. Doesn't render right. <laughs> Doesn't render right. <laughs> okay, we're off topic. So, what is the best class in your guys' opinion? I'll save mine for last. Um, who wants to go first? I who think wants you to argue should, Brayden. First, I should go first. Yeah, Mr. Rangers are the worst. The best class in D and D, in my opinion, my almighty right opinion as the DM is Paladin. You cannot Ooh. tell me that Paladin is the worst class when they are so they are way more versatile than in class. They have healing, they are tanks, they have high damage, they have divine smite. Like divine smite's good. There's high charisma too. High charisma, which is great. If you want to multi-class them, uh, Paladin Warlock is insane. Oh, um, well, now not, I know. Not only do they have those things, but they have spells as well, and they go up to fifth level, so you can yeah. get really good spells. But most of their spells require concentration. Okay, so you can only you. yeah, but you can only have one going at a time, and every time you get hit, you have to roll to make sure you can maintain it. That's fine if you have a high enough constitution, which you would have because you are a paladin, and paladins are tanky. Yeah, nothing's hitting you up close. Just yeah. saying. Your armor class is super high because you are a tank. Your health is super high. You're gonna have a high constitution score, so therefore, when you do get hit, and let's be honest, most of the time you're getting hit for 13, 14, 15 damage, so the DC is only gonna be 10 for a constitution check. Um, unless you get hit with a big enemy. Unless a dragon comes and attacks you. Smacked um, with an ancient red. But then you just divine smite him on your next turn. You roll a nat 20, you're doing 60 damage. Oh, dang, you're right. You're right. You're right. Not yeah. all of us roll five nat 20s in one session. Hunter. I'm it was one time. It was one time, and I paid for it last session. You want I was yeah. horrible. You super did. How much did it cost? Everything. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I will die on the hill that Paladin is the best class. Yeah, mm. Sam's going to agree with you because he plays one. 100%. There's a lot of oath versatility, too. The what's that term? Is it subclass? Subclass is yeah. what mm -hmm. I call them. 
so much fun. Okay, I'll agree. Paladin's pretty good, but in my personal opinion, it is not the best. Well, your opinion's wrong. Yeah, let, let, give us your opinion so we can tear it down. <laughs> okay, perfect. In a friendly way. Uh, if you say fighter, if you say fighter, I'm, I'm, if you say fighter, literally, the paladin is the better fighter. I was not going to say fighter. I do love fighters, though, but I think rogues are the best. Ooh. No. Yes. Sam, rogues the best. With one hit of a dagger, I did 41 points of damage last night with one dagger because of sneak attack. You see, rogues are only good if you have teammates to give you sneak attack potential. Or if you're you don't you... always need teammates for sneak attack potential, though. You do. I'm just saying, you throw that rogue on their own just for a little bit, they're going to crumble. I did high. just fine. Paladins have far better solo potential. Yeah, but how often in a campaign are you thrown into a solo scenario? I'm an idiot, so quite often. It's true. Okay, well, not everyone <laughs> listening is an idiot. <laughs> I have to assume that everyone is around the same intelligence as me, and I'm sorry for insulting everyone for saying that, yeah. because it's surprisingly low. Here's my... Here's my um, actually, Haley, you finish your thought. We'll do counter-arguments later uh, after you're finishing your thought, because I already have a counter-argument to your sneak attack. Okay. Mm. Um, also, just like base rogue... You get uncanny dodge, you get evasion, and you get elusive, which makes it so hard to get hit as a rogue if you're utilizing those correctly. Uncanny dodge is very nice to have. It is. Also, just the amount of subclasses that rogues have are chef's kiss. Rogues are fun. I they are I, fun. I will not agree. Well, I, I will agree that they are definitely top three best classes. I'll take top three. Like top three for sure. I and I feel like... um. Paladin, Rogue, and Barbarian are probably your three. Barbarian could be probably switched up for other ones, but off my top of, off the top of my head, those are my top three. Okay, um, I can get behind that. Yeah, but keep going. Sorry, we keep interrupting. No, that's that's without going into detail of all the subclasses. That's like the base argument yeah. I have. Yeah, Phantom is probably one of the best subclasses in gen like overall between all the subclasses. Um, Phantom. Phantom was what I played during our Christmas one-shot. So what's their spiel? When I killed you in, like, two turns, Sam? Oh, yeah. Yikes. Well, to be fair, I wouldn't go for you. I kept going for someone else. <laughs> I, I was just trying to ignore you for some reason. Yeah, you were screwed no matter what. Yeah, we yeah that, that's what gave you that sneak attack damage is because I didn't put my attention on you. Haley and Daniel, I almost said Hunter, but Hunter, you were not coming out with a meme character. You were... 100% coming out with a meme character. Yep. Uh, Daniel and Haley were going to be the ones that were go would make the most powerful OP characters for the one shot. And I knew that, and I knew everyone else would be a, oh, let's make a funny snowman or other characters. So I made the Grunch. Put some respect on his name, Brayden. The Grunch. It, the he survived. Grunch. He survived really long. He did a lot longer than I intended him to when I found out that it was a player versus player fight. I expected myself to be dead within the first, like, four rounds. Well, what's your favorite class, Kendall? I am nervous to do this because I don't know enough about each class, I feel like, to make a good argument. So I'm just going to go with my heart. I think either the cleric is the best class or the monk is the best class. Wow. What? So Monks are good. Monks are good. I'm I will fight for monks are good. I will not. Why? Really? I don't. I don't think monks are. I think they're mid, hundred percent. I monks. Think, I think it depends how you play them. Mm -hmm. Yes. From my knowledge, monks 
they are students of like their own discipline like their power comes from their own self-discipline and that's incredibly Nerds. admirable what what but mechanically they're not somebody mechanically they they don't do a lot of damage i think monks I, depending on how you build them if you just go straight up from no subclass you just read the basic things they don't put out a lot of damage i feel like they're a lot more utility than a lot of people think okay but does strike. damage make a good class though yes Ooh. You don't need to outsmart the bad guy if you can kill them in one shot. True. Yeah, but then you don't even need to put yourself in harm's way if you can outsmart the bad guy. Here's the thing. <laughs> For me, if I'm debating the best class, it's all about their ability to do damage in combat because you can't judge roleplay. You can't put a measurement on, the on roleplaying because everyone plays a class differently. Like how you roleplay class, how I roleplay cleric to how you roleplay cleric is going to be completely different. So you're saying Bard is the lowest one then? In combat, yes. Yikes. They do. They don't do put out a lot of damage, but they can do a lot of support in in combat, which is almost so, just as good. Bard against So they're they're still a good class, but they're not putting a lot of damage out. They're putting a lot of support out, making everyone else better. But monks don't really do that a ton. I wouldn't put bards above monks, but monks are not near the top three. I would probably put them at five or six. Yeah, they're not. I, I will argue they're not top three, but I think you are undercutting them a little bit. In my head, I'm thinking of Marisha Ray in campaign two of Critical Role. Like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> okay, well, anyway. I just don't know anything, she, guys. I'm sorry. She yeah. played her monk so well, and I was always so excited to watch her do combat with her monk. So that's where I'm coming from. I might have to just agree with Haley. It just depends on how they're played. I personally can't play a monk well, but in my other group, my friend Kelsey plays a monk and she does it beautifully. She is consistently throwing out 15, 20 damage every turn. Oh yeah, I was about to say only 15? Well, like with your, with just a straight punch, 15 damage, that's a lot. But that's the point. The the point point is that's like their primary option. Yeah, it's just a punch. Like they're buffed for that. Give them brass knuckles at the minimum. They could do four of those in a turn. Yeah, but they don't need weapons or magic. They have mastered their own body to become a weapon, and that's sick. You can't dispute with me about that. That's incredibly cool. I mean, have you seen how I play Roland? (laughs) No. Freaking Bowser. So, so (laughs) my character Roland, as a reminder, (laughs) my character Roland is a large humanoid turtle. And because of my weird decisions, he can also teleport short distances. I like to pop into my shell and then teleport directly above people. And if that's using your body as a weapon, I'd like to see a monk beat that. Dang. Mad respect for that, actually. Mario Kart blue shell. I'm going to make my argument for clerics now. I am biased because I have only played one character because she's still alive for some reason. Um, knock on wood. Not for she's long. She's a cleric. It's Sam, why would you say that? I think that Sam's going to kill your character. It's going to Bowser like shell you. <laughs> but I say clerics, again, I'm not good with mechanics, but I do know that they age like a fine wine. Like the higher the level, the stronger. Okay, that goes for every every class they get stronger as you level up but i think it's more of an exponential growth with clerics am i right in saying that yes i'm also going to argue for a cleric here because depending on what domain you pick you can be full tank or you can be full support or a mix of the two yeah so they're very versatile i won't bash on clerics i feel like cleric could almost beat barbarian for top three yeah 
Yeah, mm-hmm. they are so versatile. And then also, some people think that they are just the healer. But in my mind, I picture them. I don't play my character, my cleric correctly. I'm trying to fix that slowly but surely. No, you play the character how you, you want to play him. That's the most yeah, important thing. Yeah, however you want to play is the correct way there to play There is no it. correct yeah. way. Yeah. Well, I don't think my cleric has ever healed anyone, so... Nope. Okay, you're not playing your character the correct way. <laughs> well, I am because she's the war domain. Just a moment. What is oh, that? Oh, yeah, there you go. She's a, more of a fighter than a supporter. Yeah. That was an option? It yeah. is. Maybe if you Brandon had a player's handbook. Button. Maybe if you had war a player's domain. handbook. <laughs> war domain is not in the player's handbook. That's Xanathar's, isn't it? I think it is. Oh, well, I'm no. saying that because if they had a player's handbook or any of the other books, maybe you would have read it. Hey, I have it on my phone. Are you assuming I know how to read? Yes. Because yes. I do at a no. fifth grade level. <laughs> fifth grade a... level. Not that Dick that's and bad. Jane climb the roof. <laughs> but just conceptually, I think clerics are awesome. Like you could have you you have the support, right? But then in my head, I just always think of them on the sidelines healing people and then finally getting fed up and frustrated and just going, fine, I'll do it myself. And then just being a tank. Are you saying Thanos mm-hmm. is a cleric? Maybe. He could be if he wanted to be. He could be. Thanos is a monk. He punches people. Thanos is a barbarian. That's why he lost in the end. Thanos is a barbarian. He is. That's another episode. I, I, yep. will, I will agree. Clerics could be in the top. They are not as good as paladins, though. Mm, paladins can I don't think heal as well. Can be. Yep, not even rogues. Paladins can heal a lot too. Yeah. Rogues aren't even that good. Anyway, fa- I uh, I would argue a phantom rogue can be any paladin. Uh, no. I it depends. Think What's the fighting scenario? Are they naked? <laughs> even playing field. <laughs> are they both naked? Is one both naked? naked. What's... Both naked. Both straight up in both... the nude. But do they get their weapons? Of course. I still think the rogue could do it. I think, I think a paladin with blind fighting could definitely beat a rogue. No, I think a, if you were to put him no armor in an arena like that, I think the rogue could take it if they get a sneak attack off. One of the paladin's defining traits is its high armor class. I think a monk could beat any of them. Yeah, I was just Shut to up, say. Hunter. You want to know why? You want me to back myself up? Do it, Quivering do it, do it, do it. palm. That's uh, all you need. But you know, what could beat, you know what could beat... Every class naked, barbarian. Absolutely. Yes, that's true. Ooh. Or a turtle. A turtle. A turtle could pick everyone's butt. That it's is a not race. A class. You, don't, right. you don't need a class. Well, what, if, just, what if it's a turtle bar, uh, paladin? 17 AC right off the bat with no clothes Gee, on. You're just, you're just simping for Roland <laughs> right now. Everyone should be simping for Roland. He is a beast and a half. <laughs> Sam, are you going to... I think we've kind of already discussed paladin, but is, do you have another one? I haven't played anything except paladin and barbarian and just because of the sheer amount of combat potential they have i feel like they're the most useful Um, paladins especially because they also have utility in and outside of combat yep agreed that's why they're the goat like you could never put handcuffs on roland it just wouldn't work because his arms are so short and stubby no he has a he has a lovely ability that prevents him from being restrained no it's his arms they're short and stubby he's got little baby arms it's just little fingies sticking out of the shell technically restrained (laughs) restrained means you have no movement the also can't be grappled i don't think it's a grapple either it's both i don't think it's either anyway we can we can discuss the semantics of that uh uh another time uh, anyone else other than Paladin Barbarian? Um, I'm the more I read about him, the more I feel like I, I like him, and the more I want to actually play a campaign with one. Uh, wizards, oh. I do, I do like wizards. 
if you throw a feather at a wizard in the beginning, they're going levels, down. They are dead. Counter argument, Blade Singer. Okay. Oh, okay. That's a subclass. We're, we're not, we're taking away subclasses. It is. it is. Okay. If we're talking without subclasses, I still, if we're talking without subclasses, I would say Barbarian, but I do still think that wizards do bring a lot to the table. Sure, they're glass cannons, but the versatility of the different spells that they can utilize and being able to switch those out daily, which I know that clerics and druids can do, but I mean, come on, it's wizards, man, come on. And wizards can also learn as many spells as they want. Exactly. That's true. I don't even put them at the, at the highest of the spellcasting classes. Wizards. I think yeah. warlocks take that. I think warlock and druid. Oh, I, I don't know about a lot druid. about druids, so I can't really... Wild shape? Wild shape is good. Broken. I don't know if I even consider... Like, yeah, they're a spellcasting class, but I feel like they're still a hybrid class. They are, but I know a lot of druids that mostly just do spellcasting. Well, they're absolutely mm. terrible, and they don't know how to play a druid. Um, Shout out to my BFF, Alex. He's a druid, and mostly just does wild shape and spells. Fair enough. I feel like you can make an argument that Druid might be the best class just because of Wild Shape. Wild Shape mm -hmm. is huge. Yeah, Wild Shape is pretty pretty dang good. What are the limits of Wild Shape? Um, if it's you are, animals, isn't it? it depends. So the the there is a subclass that takes away the limits. If you are not Circle of the Moon at second level, you can be a max CR of one fourth with no flying or swimming speed, so like a wolf, and mm. fourth level you can go up to one half with no flying speed so like a cro crocodile and eight you can be you can go up to cr of one with a giant eagle mm. so on its circle of the moon the one that gets rid of the yep okay circle of the moon super op you can go up to a challenge rating as high as one from at the very beginning of second level and then at six level a subclass? yeah it's a subclass so it doesn't count yeah. um but even then a giant eagle has like what 50 hp and the HP stacks. Like, as soon as your wild shape HP is gone, you're back to what your regular health was before yeah. you wild shaped. So it's li it's literally uh, two, three, four extra health states. Counter argument, polymorph. What, like, what do you mean by that? I mean, it's, it's... I don't feel like it has the same utilization as wild shape, but from my understanding of polymorph... You can still transform yourself into a creature of your choice that's allowed. Um, I believe you can transform into a giant eagle or something like that. But the issue is that's using up a pretty big spell slot. And, you and I also... Ahead, no, Haley. you go, Brayden. No, you go. I'm not sure if your stats change during polymorph like they do with wild shape. I believe So yeah, druids, if I'm remembering correctly, they keep their stats. Yep. Uh, no, so, no druids... their strength, dexterity, and constitution turn to that of the... Creature, okay. but they keep their mental stats so charisma yeah. intelligence yeah. and wisdom yeah that's the one issue with polymorph is you don't keep all those stats you take on the entirety of the stats of that creature Which, and you don't keep like your intelligence and whatnot i think it's a, a major lot of drawback but it, yeah a lot of people do it's a major drawback of the spell but it has some of that similar utilization yeah i don't think it's anywhere near comparable to druid like wild yeah, shape is just a superior polymorph and you can do it yeah. Uh, how that's... often can you do it? You can do it half think... of what you're. No, that's how long you can stay. Yeah, I think it's like up to f once you get up to higher levels. I think it's like five or six times a day. I can't remember. Gosh, it's insane. And I once you I... forgot about the intelligence thing. If so. you hit twentieth level, you can wild shape an unlimited number of times. Oh, huge! 
I know for how many hours you can stay wild shape is half of your level, but I don't remember what determines how many uses you have. Oh, you can use this feature twice, but you regain it after a short or long rest. Oh, short rest. That's huge, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Regaining anything on a short rest is insane. In-game, waiting for an hour and then getting all your stuff back is a huge advantage compared to every other class other than, what, wizard, warlock... And well, wizards have arcane recovery. Which helps. Well. Which helps. So that's why I said wizard with arcane recovery. But every other class other than warlock and druid have to, for everything, do a long rest. So you have to I wait. Thought, you have to sleep. I thought sorcerers got their um, sorcery points after short rest. It might be. I, you're probably right. I don't remember that. But you're probably right. It has been a minute since I've played a sorcerer. I never nope, have. You can regain no, all sorcery points after a long rest. Oh, okay. Mm. Yikes. Yeah. I if we want to classify, we can talk about oh, maybe we discuss this after, but we can discuss what the best spell casting classes are. Still paladin. We'll go with the three or four major subclasses, spell classes, the ones that are purely spell casting focused. Mm-hmm. Would we okay. We could talk about that later. Yeah. Like wizard, warlock, sorcerer, and then if we want to include druid. And cleric. I actually don't think no cleric's not even I would even put them in the main. Uh, so because... you've, you've got your main melee, which is like rogue, monk, fighter, barbarian. You got your versatiles, which is cleric, paladin, ranger, yeah. druid. And then you have your spellcasters, sorcerer, wizard, warlock. Yeah. And That's how I would categorize them. You probably would go far left would be barbarian and far right would be sorcerer or wizard. And then oh, we forgot every... about bard. Oh, bard. Bard would be... More towards the uh, magic left. side, mm-hmm. right side, left include, to right. Would we include Blood Hunter at all? Blood Hunter is a hybrid, but more towards probably like middle barbarian, middle I'm melee. I'm not, I'm, I'm not familiar at all with Blood Hunters, so yeah, there. I do not I've have never enough. heard of it. So. Yeah, I've never heard of it either. It's a. It's a go ahead, Haley. Sorry. I was just going to say, in all of my years of playing, I've seen one Blood Hunter, so I can't really say anything. Blood Hunter was a class made by Matt Mercer for Vin Diesel when Vin Diesel came and played for um, like a 30 minute session. And then it's kind of caught on since then. All the love to Matt Mercer, but I have no idea how to play Blood Hunter. Yeah, it's a, it's a very difficult class. They're, they're more melee, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to argue against Sneak Attack real fast for Paladin. Ooh. Obviously, higher levels. I'll, I'll give them rogues this. You can go up a lot higher in damage, but only being able to use it once per turn. Sometimes that's all you need. And so therefore, my argument is Divine Smite is just as good, if not better, because you can use it multiple times per turn. And with the amount of damage you can get from Divine Smite, it's which all is, you need. The highest you can go with Divine Smite is a 5d8, which is just as good as like a 11th, 12th level rogue, roughly. Um, cause 11, 12, 12 level rogue is 66. So mm-hmm. that's an average of, um, like 19, 20 points. 5d8 is an average of 20, 21 points. Braden, your nerd is showing. Oh, hundred percent. I'm a, I, I do a lot of averages. Uh, <laughs> 76 would be, uh, 24, 20, 25, 22, 23, 20, um, for an average six, 12, 18, 24. It's, it's somewhere up there. The cool thing is you you don't have to risk the spell slot because you can cast it after you know you hit, right? Yeah, you can cast it after you know you hit. Actually, Mm -hmm. we could go... 
I don't know. I, I kind of really like your idea that rogues are the best class. I don't 100% agree, but I think there is a huge argument for both of them. I agree. Um, though I will say paladins are better because they have just as many skills, but the versatility and the abilities of uncanny dodge, uh, evasion, and all that stuff are unmatched across the whole board. Which vaults, like, vaults them into first place, right? No. Oh, I think so. No. I would like to rage. I would like to rage. So putting, like, all of the mechanics and the technical aspects aside, because I know there's going to be some people listening who are like, I have no idea what's going on. Like, what's the best class concept-wise? Bards. Okay. Best yeah, because I know... concept? Yeah, because I will put myself... I'll throw myself under the bus. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. And I do need to change that. I do need to study the player's handbook more. But... If you want to be a DM, you need to know the, the player's handbook. I do. That's what I've been reading. That's my nighttime reading. That's my nighttime. <laughs> is, that, is that horrible? Your mom comes into the room. Oh, and yeah, are you that... reading the player's handbook again? Mom, no. Sticks it under pe- pillow. No, no, no. I don't Did read you know it. that she using the health motion is an action? Did you know that house rules for pretty much every campaign it's used as a bonus action? Unless you're feeding it, uh, <laughs> making someone else drink it. That's one of oh, my yeah, house that's rules. True, that's true. Yeah. If you're feeding it to somebody else, then yeah, action. Feeding, I would, feeding, I would agree with feeding that. the potion. Drink it. Shoving the bottle down their throat. Jeez. That's what I would do. Um, Maybe I'll do that when we eventually get a health potion. Best conceptually. Um, what do you mean by concept-wise? What do you mean by that? So what's cooler? A knight who has sworn an oath to a deity or a thief playing by their own rules? Like something. Like that. Does oh, that make sense? You're specifically talking about paladin and rogue. No, I'm just saying using those as an oh. example. Or a medieval rock star who runs around with a loot and yeah. likes to do the fun stuff. And seduces the dragon. Yeah. I constantly. think if we're doing concept wise, I personally would say warlock. Amen. That's exactly mm. what I was going to say. Okay, Warlocks why? Why awesome. would you say warlock? Uh, just the fact that they have, depending on how you build your character, are almost forced into this magical lifestyle, I think is kind of cool. And you can go so many different ways with that. Like you can go, oh, I was forced into this lifestyle. A good example is Ford from Critical Role, um, where his ship ship blows up and he makes this deal with this giant ancient Leviathan and that's how he survives. But he's learning, hmm, maybe I shouldn't work for this Leviathan. And spoilers, do do I, I don't know how far you are. Um, so me specifically yeah so he just destroyed yeah i think it was like two three episodes ago he destroyed his packed weapon so he oh you're that far now okay yeah so he destroys his packed weapon his thing that binds him to his deity and now who knows what happens yeah i don't because i'm still watching it yeah or you can go the route of i have sworn my oath and made this blood pact or whatever with this deity and i want to enact the the power and right of this deity all across the world That's kind of what my rogue warlock is doing right now. She made a pact with the, with uh, Zariel, for those of you who are familiar with her, she's, um... Yeah, the lord of the first level of hell in D&D lore. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. And she did this to see, like, she made this pact so she could get vengeance on all of the people who basically, like, poisoned her against the world. And last night, she almost died and got thrown more into this pact and betrayed her whole party. 
Oh, that's what happened? That's what happened. And we oh. ended the session with them knocking her unconscious and leaving. Yasha moment. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Shout out to my other group. I love you all. I'm so sorry. I feel so bad about it. If you were a paladin, it probably wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Okay, well... Honestly, the, the concept of being, like, forcibly turned upon your party, I feel like I would have a lot of fun with that. Yeah. I'd probably get freaking molly rocked, Note but taken. it would be fun for a moment. Note it's taken. fun, but also, you you as a person feel terrible. It, it does hurt. It hurts so bad. <laughs> the concept really just depends on where the player takes them. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. you can have a really, you can have the dopest fighter, too. But if we go based off of, like, stuff, fighter is the most basic. See, yeah. In my head, I think fighters are pretty cool. But that's probably because, like, one of my favorite stories ever is King Arthur, right? Mm, fair. He's so paladin. I'm going to be... Is he? Both that's of the true, crown. actually. Both yep. of the crown. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're right. Both of glory. <laughs> Look at that! I oh my gosh. Monks also have a pretty cool concept. I could go with that, yeah. The study, yeah. like just spending so much time the mastery of your own body and the dedication to the martial arts I yeah that was a pretty my, dope concept yeah i think that's super cool because not a lot of people can do that that's super the dedication you need for that is extremely rare yeah sorcerers are pretty cool too a bunch of freaking harry potter wizards what i well, <laughs> like what i said it's just it really just depends on where you take your character every single yeah. one of the the main classes unless you're a ranger have this mm. awesome concept mm. that you can take. My brother in Christ. Again, if we he go... He set up the main subclasses. You Come yeah. on, Hunter. Turn, the, main the main subclasses class. are bad. Yeah. Beastmaster's okay. It's not it, horrible. It's, it's okay, but it it's doesn't great. make up for the other ones being as it's, bad it's, as they are. If we we'll go... The class features. And here's another uh, diss on the Rangers. Sorry if anyone loves a Ranger. I think their base player handbook is terrible. Because a fighter can do better what a ranger could do. But do they have a favorite terrain? Okay, but no, what, but they what have gonna... action surge. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm just freaking poking the bear yeah, with no, the stick. No, <laughs> ranger, action ranger, surge? action surge allows them to, to basically take their turn again. Oh. Yeah, we'll take their action How often again. Can they do that? Uh, like twice every long rest. So you can have up to eight attacks on one turn. It's broken. It's really good. Well, not really broken. It's how it's built, but it's really nice. Yeah. And they can heal themselves. Yep. So can monks. Here's the question. Are melee classes generally better than spellcasters? I feel like melees tend to be more consistent. Don't ranged spellcasters have disadvantage on up-close targets? Yes. All ranged mm -hmm. attacks do. All ranged attacks. Well, then there you go. Unless you have, you're using, I think it's with crossbow mastery, if you have that feat. Uh, being at close range doesn't impose disadvantage, but I could be wrong. We'll um, look into that. We'll look into it. Am I going to look on it this episode? No, we can talk about feats another time. We can talk about what the best feat later. is. And personally, yeah. I like my feet. Nice. Um, F-E-A-T. I think we've come down to the top two. What, and maybe not in this particular order. For me, it would be Paladin Rogue. And then you could throw in Druid, Fighter, Barbarian, Ranger, and third. Uh, Ranger with Tasha's okay, Cauldron of Everything. Okay. With possibly, possibly without it at the bottom. Artificer, no, it's again ranger player handbook bottom, mm. and probably to sorcerer. Be fair, Artificer is not even in the player's handbook. Yep. So if we're just going off a of player's handbook, we would have to put that one at the bottom. Yep. Yeah. But, 
but I, I still know. love my Rangers. Shout out to all my Rangers out there. Are we all still friends? Haley, are you still friends with Sam and I? You're on thin ice. Okay. This is my formal <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Rogues suck. Paladins win. Thank you all for coming out uh, to the Go! podcast today. Uh, Bunch of Captain America do-gooders. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming out to the, the podcast and listening. I guess you didn't come out to anything. You listened to the podcast um if you enjoyed it make sure to rate five stars on spotify give us a comment on apple music we will be putting them up there i have to figure all that stuff out um do all that stuff you would do to give the podcast a good rating and all that stuff if you haven't followed us on instagram beyond the tavern wall we're going to be posting a lot more on that uh we're going to be posting more about rules and how to play dungeon dragons on our social media and if you have any questions comments or ideas for an episode beyond the tavern wall at gmail.com is the best way to reach us who should they share the podcast with? Yes, share the podcast with someone who... Hunter, go. Uh, uh, share with somebody who's wearing a hat. Share the podcast with anyone who is wearing a hat. Thank you guys so much for coming out. Let's uh, give our adioses, everyone. Bye, love you Bye. all. Bye. Bye.